0: Hello, Sex Advice for Seniors here again, and um, today we were going to talk about uh, fantasies and and reality, and the reality of opening up uh, relationships, and all sorts of things like that, really.
1: We were going to talk about alternative lifestyles, weren't we? That's kind yeah. of what it's about. It's about, yeah, it's about... Finding
0: a way for you, really
1: yeah and and it was around sort of we spoke about the idea of people having fantasies and how oftentimes they want to manifest those fantasies into reality mm. and what do you do when you've got a fantasy that is mismatched with your partner
0: yeah yeah that is a problem and uh, Sometimes those fantasies have a long history. I mean, they go back for a long time. People have been dreaming about doing this, that and the other with whomever. Um, and it, you reach a point in your relationship where it becomes difficult to even voice them to yourself, let alone to your partner. And um, I guess we want to encourage people to, to talk about these fantasies with their partners um, not necessarily to make the step to um, to actually actualizing them but um, at least acknowledge that they're there and they can be quite helpful for a relationship as well that um, you know to to acknowledge these fantasies and to build them into your love making uh, which is something that uh, that can be quite beneficial I think
1: yeah I think that base you know we know from from since the advent of porn especially and we know that lots of people do watch porn so we have to just acknowledge that you you know it's out there and it's a thing that Mm. that watching porn or buying top shelf magazines or all of these sorts of things do lead to people thinking about well what would it be like if i did this kind of stuff and certainly in my life i've met lots of men in particular who have been for instance with lots of couples and it's definitely a thing that goes on at all levels of society and we know that it's not it's not restricted to it's not restricted to any particular group of people there are people that are very wealthy and people that are very poor and everybody lots of people think about these sorts of things in all sorts of ways and we have to acknowledge that they do and I remember certainly when I was you know when when I was experimenting around this area mainly in my 40s that one of the people that I was friendly with would tell me about time that he first got involved in the swinging scene, which back in, you know, we're talking over 20 years ago, was, like Peter said, really difficult to find people. Hmm. He would have to answer ads in the back of a newspaper called Loot. He would have to go and get an explicit photograph um, developed through a special company that you couldn't, you couldn't, fi- do it. You yeah, couldn't yeah. find by just dropping them into Boots, I can't, I doubt you can even go into Boots these days to expose photographs, but you certainly <laughs> couldn't expose photographs like that in yeah. Boots and then you would have to wait for these photographs to come back and then you would have to send them off to a P.O. box and then he would have to wait to see if the couple who also had to get photographs taken of an but explicit if nature you were looking,
0: If you're looking for something you had a bank of photographs ready to send <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Maybe, but but all of this stuff took months, and yeah. frankly, during that period of time, anything could have happened, right? Have yeah, you...
0: yeah, including including reconsidering. <laughs> That's you right. know, it, that gave you space as well to to think. Well, actually, I don't know if the of this is what I want. You know, just leave it as a fantasy. And I
1: think actually, for a lot of people, the months leading up to a potential meeting Mm. were probably some of the best sex people had ever had, where they would just like, where they would just talk to each other, like, oh, just think about when John comes over and what he's going to do to you. And it's going to be so exciting. And you'd all get really revved up thinking about all of that. Right. And equally, John on the other side was thinking, God, you know, in a few months, I could be meeting this couple, or even it might just happen, all of this stuff that they were preparing for so there was there was this huge build-up yeah which which again can be can be part of the whole excitement true during which you realize like you said i don't want to do this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. no
0: it gives you lots of opportunities to 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 duck out really (laughs) um and decide decide it's not for you but um but what is the situation today i mean it it's very well, relatively easy to find yeah. a hookup, you know, and most of the dating sites, you know, they have the hookup option and the yeah, yeah. non-monogamous <laughs> option and the, you know, where yeah, yeah. you go on swing, swinging websites and, and find people that way. You know, there's all sorts of different ways of doing that. Now, um, the question is, which is good for your relationship? Mm. because as we know a lot of the people who are on uh a lot of these websites are married men pretending (laughs) to be single yeah yeah for sure uh and you know there's been a lot of trouble what was that website uh has the name of somebody and oh madison ashley ashley madison or something like that yeah 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 Yeah, that was millions of of profiles leaked you know and Find out that most of the women on there are are false bots. You know, they, yeah. there are no women. Yeah. You know, so you know, the whole thing is, is is a bit of a mess, really. But
1: it is a mess because I think you know a lot of these people who are married, and obviously some of them are lying about whether or not they're still having sexual activity within their marriage, and yeah. they, all the stories everybody tells themselves about whatever it is that they're doing to justify mm. essentially cheating. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, I, and I always wonder, in, when you're in a, a sexless marriage or, or relationship, beyond the companionship element of it, which obviously as we get older does become very important to a lot of people very um, especially I think well I think both women and men that the companionship element of being in a relationship almost sometimes is the primary reason yeah. why they stick with it yeah. But beyond that, if you're not getting your sexual needs met, and you have sexual needs. Yeah. In some cases, you know, we know women have lost their libido. And so maybe it's not the most important thing in their life right now. No. Yeah. But if you're a man, as an example, and, and you still have sexual needs, is it that problematic to want to step outside your relationship to, for instance, be with a couple where you can just be sexual mm. or go to a, a club like torture garden where you can flog some people without any penetrative sex at all right. or spank someone and that's and uh, and then go home like yeah. how how challenging is this i well, mean uh, for me it's not that it's no, not like a I'm massive not, leap
0: i'm not sure you're representative really of, no probably not people, but... no more than i am the question really is how honest you can be about it yes um you know, lots of men have uh, and and women as well have for you know forever gone outside the marriage gone outside the relationship and and had other other ways of being together with other people and not been honest about it yeah um now that's that's out of fear of what may happen you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and the question is whether you have the courage then to, to be honest about it and say, look, this is not enough for me, and I want to go off and do these other things. Mm. Um, now, is that going to blow the marriage up straight away? Is that going to smash mm. it to pieces? Or are you going to find that your other half says, well, yeah, and I've kind of been thinking the same, and. <laughs> but you'll never know unless you talk about it. Yeah,
1: know? yeah, and I did know somebody years ago who was a person into spanking and didn't think that his very long-term partner was into spanking. Right. And then I wasn't sure if he got found out or what ha- what happened, but anyway, eventually it came up in conversation and his partner said, well, actually, I quite like that, (laughs) you know, and then you think, God, I've wasted all all this time, all this time holding all of this stuff in on the fear of what might happen. And I know I've been in relationships where I've done that only to have it revealed way too late when it was beyond salvaging, in my view, that the other person actually had fantasies of their own that, that that were quite aligned to mine. And yeah. I thought, but I was too young then to appreciate how important communication is in a relationship and mm. and how to communicate your desires and your fantasy yeah. without feeling in the same way that we spoke a few weeks ago about bringing Viagra or bringing lube and everything in, in a way that doesn't imply that that the, the person you're with person isn't is, good enough.
0: Isn't good enough, yeah
1: because it's not about them not being good enough it's just about the fact that you want to do some stuff
0: and you want more
1: and you want more
0: but what you've got is not necessarily not enough no that's right it's enough for a certain situation yeah um, but you want to go beyond that situation and um if you have the courage to to address that it you know yeah you may well find you are pleasantly surprised. Yeah, by the the person you're with having the same fantasies or similar fantasies, um, because let's face it, you're with a person <laughs> probably because you are you have you know your interests lying somewhere. Yeah, that yeah. may well have been bowling or whatever <laughs> when you were young, but you know you might find that you've got the same interests in in a slightly more adventurous sex life, as well going on, and that's yeah. part of your joint fantasies as well, or could become part of it, and, yeah. and you know that—that that I think is an important, um, an important part of any relationship that you're honest with each other about yeah. fantasies. Then there is the question of what you then do about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is a different question altogether. Uh, but
1: you know, one of the things it, recently we've become aware of this app called Field, which. Um, lets you describe yourself in all the various different ways that you can now describe yourself pansexual heteroflexible heterosexual bisexual what like literally yeah, yeah. hundred
0: heterosexual yeah, yeah. i don't even under well, i don't right?
1: even understand hundreds how, and hundreds i don't people. even understand yeah. most these words and sometimes i have to look them up because i don't know what they mean <laughs> um but what i like about that is it's I suspect that most of it is just people fantasizing frankly. Yeah. Yeah. They're not there's no intention there to actually do anything mm. but they're but they want to see what happens if they do put themselves out there in a way that's not just a heteronormative kind of way. Yeah. And I lo- and I think that's really great that people are now able to express Themselves in all these multitude of ways that we now have that Mm. are not so binary anymore I think I think it 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 liberates especially older people who perhaps have lived with some degree of shame Around some of their thoughts and feelings Mm. that they've had about other people Not necessarily just in a straightforward gay by straight way, but all the grayness that Mm. exists Mm. between all of that now liberates them to consider some of their fantasies in ways that are not so exclusionary yeah. um and also what i like about it is the fact that it um yeah it's just it it gives people permission mm. to be yeah to be experimenting without necessarily taking that step if they don't if they don't really want to and i think for a lot of people it is about keeping it as the fantasy but also i think what's really 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 interesting about it is that if you don't live in a big city we live in london you know if you don't live in london new york um, you know any of the really big major cities you might not be aware yeah, of the of all of the different ways that people can be out there yeah yeah, yeah. and so you live with this sense of shame thinking yeah. I just want to be with a couple. I just want to be spanked. I just want to do this. I just want to do that. Am I a weirdo? But then you go on this are you thing. Me?
0: Are you a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah.
1: But but then you realize that actually, oh my god, there's, there's loads, loads of, of people like yeah, yeah. Like we never, it's un, we underestimate just how freaky we all are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, each individual has inside themselves all of these different, uh, all these different <laughs> yeah. desires and personalities, um, I, you know, I don't want to say that everything is performative, but there is a, you know, you perform your life all, all the way through, really, you're kind of playing the role of, I, I play the role of Peter Marriott, sometimes I've heard a different name, you know. <laughs> uh when i was an academic and uh, the rest i had a different name um so and i you know from a very young age because of stepfathers and the rest there's always you're always playing this this role Mm. of of being the good son and (laughs) who doesn't get into trouble but at the same time is going out and vandalizing (laughs) and stealing money and you know going to london on with his mates and uh and using your granny's credit card just to take <laughs> abstract examples um and, <laughs> and of course you are <laughs> yeah no, you know there's those are part of your makeup those are part of your childhood are the part of your fantasies that are part of your your story of your life and um there's no reason for that to stop when you reach a certain age no. you know i mean when you're young, okay, you know, you, you're trying out all, so all sorts of different personalities and, mm. until you find yourself. And then when you're old, you've kind of found yourself, but there's still lots <laughs> and lots to explore. <laughs> yeah. There's still all sorts of stuff that you've only ever dreamt about or fantasised about that needs, you know, that needs pursuing in some way, even if it is only as fantasy. Yeah. Um, and I suppose what we're really arguing for is that people are honest with themselves and honest with each other, and uh, and chase that chase chase no not chase the dragon but <laughs> no. you know chase chase the fantasy um, as far as you want to or as far as you can within given circumstances, yeah. and you'll probably find that. Um, that it is met with with you know a reaction that might surprise you
1: yeah and I think there's no one of one of the benefits of being older is that in some ways the risk around all of this is is less because most of us will have grown-up children yeah we will have we will have some you know hopefully some degree or not of financial security but but you know ultimately, there's not you know you're not you're not going to be breaking up your entire family you're not you know there's lots of plenty of examples of people our age that are that are coming out mm. um that are doing all sorts of things because i do think there is a bit of a now or never about this whole thing there is a bit at of our a, age yeah yeah there is a bit of a of a uh, am i too old yeah. Well no, I'm not quite too old, but soon I might be I might too be, old. Yeah. So if I don't do this soon, yeah. then then is this opportunity going to completely have passed me by? Yeah, yeah. And I think what people are often surprised by is the fact that there really is no there's no deadline really for all of this in terms of trying to get what you want. My my parents have a friend in his well he's now in his 90s who's whose wife uh, passed away and he went online dating and he met a woman in her 80s and mm-hmm. they got remarried and they're really super happy together mm, so you good. know like you can find people at any age at yeah. any age like the internet is a wonderful wonderful thing you can find yeah. lots and lots of people you think but there's not going to be wonderful
0: thing yeah, yeah you yeah. think
1: there's not going to be anybody for me and look I get it Online dating is a drag. It's hard. It takes a lot of energy. You have to kiss a lot of frogs. I get all of that stuff. <laughs> That's absolutely true, and 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 I'm not dismissing any of that.
0: Speaking as a frog. As a frog, <laughs>
1: but you. But then you know, if you just keep at it, and just, I, I suppose there is some degree of hope, and then no hope. It's like for me, it's like as long as you pursue it with the with the fact that it, this is just fun. You know, let's just see what happens. Don't invest too much hope in any of it. Then mm. it can actually be quite fun. Mm. But I think, you know, we are at that age where all of this stuff is still possible. We can still become who we want and feel we are. We, yeah. can, we can be happy in that choice. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, I think the proximity of, of death is, is, <laughs> is also a factor, as you say. You know, yeah. how, how long have you got? <laughs> I mean, of course, there's the famous London bus we all might get run down by later on this <laughs> afternoon. But, you know, it's um, if you've got a disability, for example, you know, I, I, I've I got MS, so I have mobility issues and, and you can probably hear it in my voice as well. Um, and that does push you to think, right, well, you know, what am I hanging about for? Because this is only going to get worse, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and everybody's life, you know, everybody has in their life something, um, something that makes makes things deadly serious, as it were. Yeah, yeah, And for the sure. universe life itself, which is the most deadly serious <laughs> game in town, <laughs> yeah. um, then you know you have to use that time, and yeah. and that requires um, courage. Yeah,
1: I was going to come back to that. I mean, a lot of this is around fear and bravery. And there was a woman that recently left us a comment on TikTok, which really moved both of us, which was around the fact that we suggested to people that, you know, why don't you take the lead? I know Mm. that I've been in a relationship where I always had to take the lead. Mm. And that really impacted on my self esteem. And I just got really bored of it after a while, to be honest. And so, um, I suggested to this woman who said that her husband wasn't feeling particularly sexual, that, you know, why not just take the lead? And she did. And she just, he came home, she gave him this deep, sexy kiss when he got in through the door. Hmm. He got the impression, oh my God, she's really up for it. He got really turned on by that. Yeah, Yeah, probably did think at last, right? Because maybe they'd fallen into this very predictable pattern. And so she just broke that pattern, did something different, and he got really turned on and she said he made love to her that night. It was amazing, right? So, So sometimes it is literally about, oh, God, I know it's scary. And believe me, I know it's scary. I've been there. I know it's scary. It's a fear of
0: rejection, really. Yeah, honestly. it's not going to work. And it
1: is frightening. But when you think about the fact that life is short and you think, how much do I want to put up with this? And then you consider what your other options are, which, let's face it, we all have options. Even if we think we don't, we Mm. all do. Even if it's for a man going out and paying for sex, because you can,
0: Mm. and
1: that's lots of people do, Mm. you know. Women um,
0: can as well, more difficult.
1: More difficult, but, you know, it's still probably possible, maybe not everywhere in the world. But, you know, when you weigh up, like, the pros and cons of... Having a fulfilling sexual life in whatever way that looks for you versus having just nothing for the rest of your life. I know which side of the fence (laughs) I'm falling on. Yeah, me too. And I'm not going anymore for the side that says, well, this is all really nice. We make dinner together and it's good enough. And, you know, and he's really good at fixing door handles or something. But yeah, in all other ways, not a
0: euphemist. Not so good. yeah, yeah. no
1: so i think that the you know the element of how and and how important fantasies are i think we have to acknowledge that uh-huh. fantasies are a very fundamental part of one's sex life
0: yeah absolutely
1: you can't really like i just don't know how you live without them Well yeah. just it, even if it's just playing between yourselves yeah. like and 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 there's nothing wrong with like role-playing things that are totally inappropriate in my view in in ways that are totally consensual within an adult relationship
0: is is, is the important thing i mean we know for example that uh, a lot of women um have rape fantasies that doesn't mean they want to be raped no you know uh and you kind of have to worry if men are having rape fantasies because it probably means they, they do want to rape someone, you know? It's yeah, yeah, that's quite difficult. But we
1: like lots of people but have daddy fantasies, daddy it doesn't fantasies, mean that, that you were ever, fantasies, granny uh, fantasies, not, you, not, know. Not, you know, I mean, again, just go back to porn like, yeah, gilfs, milfs, dilfs, whatever, <laughs> you know, they're all there, good dilfs. What's a good dilf? <laughs> a granddad. Oh. <laughs> Just made that up.
0: Oh right, okay, okay. <laughs> That's me now. For, That's a good. You're a good dilf. I'm a good deal. Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think we have to acknowledge that everybody's got them, and that and that putting them into practice. Of course, the, the uh, for me, this you know the the steps. If you need, if if you're going to look at the steps, like you know, from a sex advice point of view. I would say the steps are something like, have you ever considered, you know, I wonder what would happen if we dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to dot, Uh, dot, dot. Yeah. You know, Yeah, I I mean, I remember in my marriage telling my ex at the time um, something about the fact that I occasionally enjoy watching porn and he said, that's gross. He said to me, that's totally disgusting. And you are a sick person. <laughs> I was oh, like, that's true. I am a sick person, but <laughs> yeah. And just because my nose is a bit runny. Um, but yeah. And I remember at that point thinking, well, that's the end of that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd put it out there.
0: Yeah. I'd said it. Yeah,
1: He gave me his feelings around that
0: considered view considered
1: view and that was the door shut on that one but at least I knew
0: yeah I knew
1: that wasn't going to be a part of anything that we ever did together Mm. so Mm. fair enough I mean you know oh I'd always really like to be spanked oh you know spanking doesn't really do it for me okay fine what if I found somebody else that likes spanking well I found somebody else that you like spanking go for it you know just I mean one of the things I'm very aware of is the mm. fact that one of, you know, amongst the many, uh, the multitude of stuff that goes on out there, one of the ones I seem to be hearing most often recently is around um, this kind of cuckold relationship where men enjoy seeing their partner being sexually satisfied by somebody else mm. and then want the man who is doing the sexually satisfying to write to the husband long, detailed exposes about what they did and how it was for them, right? Really? Apparently. <laughs> what? And I'm, and I think, wow, that's a lot of effort on the part of the man who's doing the, who's doing the sexually satisfying to the other
0: one. Yeah. But, He but, was a double shag. He didn't want to write a bloody essay. Exactly. Exactly. But you know,
1: that's, that's the, that's the payoff. Right. Right. Okay. If, you, if you want okay. that you have to do that because okay. that's okay. Okay. you know it's always really about it's a patriarchal thing isn't it really it's a man it's the man always at the end of the day it's the man saying you can have her so on the, the basis the
0: cookholders then in, in charge, charge. Yeah. the, the yeah. cookholders in
1: charge yeah. Um, but I think that's that seems quite a popular one and yeah, and again, there's plenty of women who would probably enjoy having some sort of experience with somebody else.
0: Yeah.
1: And male with, or female, male or female, with yeah. or without their partner. Yeah. And if for me, it definitely takes out the, it takes out the jealousy factor for me if I, uh-huh. um, if I know what the other person's gotten up to. 'Cause right. otherwise I use my imagination. Yeah. I imagine they've fallen in love with each other and <laughs> and they're and he's now reluctant too, he's well, now reluctantly coming me. back to me yeah. after but he's still and thinking about with we her with her and him. all that yeah. Yeah. Whereas if I know that actually she just spoke about her, you know, her boring old job and how much she hates her boss and everything and yeah. And he got a shag out of it, but he had to listen to all that. But maybe that's
0: why prostitution uh, remains so popular with men, you with married men. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, it's not a threat. No, there was a lot of things that we've been talking about. There is a lot of potential threat in there. Yes, that's very true. You know, you go off on someone and find someone who do who does want to be spanked, and the next thing you know you know, you fall in love with that person because they be like being spanked and therefore it opens up all sorts of... So I understand that, you know, that, that it's a dangerous territory, mm. but you can't go through life not exploring dangerous territory in case something might happen. Yeah, you yeah. know, you don't want to deliberately stepping on landmines, but, <laughs> but you do want to find out if there are any landmines there or whether the <laughs> land is actually quite nice, you know. So, I guess that's what we're saying. What are we saying?
1: Yeah, we're saying that. <laughs> well, firstly, that the fantasy world is something that is that is a part of everyone. Yeah, and that alternative lifestyles are out there specifically yeah. to cater for whatever fantasy you happen to have. Yeah, and sometimes they are fantasies which, in some respects, are non-consensual, which become consensual, like. People who do organize, you know, gang bangs and all sorts of stuff, Mm. which in any other context might be completely, you know, dangerous and and terrible. But within the context of consenting adults can be actually really fun for some people who like that. Mm. Um, And that and that we we need we need to be brave. We Mm. just need to be brave Mm. because let's face it, life isn't. Forever. That's, right. <laughs>
0: you know, that's so. right. Well, it is, but uh, you know, <laughs> but only you're forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So confront your demons, but also confront confront your pleasures. Yeah. You know, and, um, and and live with them.
1: Yeah. And you know what?
0: We're all freaky.
1: And that's another episode of Sex Advice for Seniors. Thank you very much for listening. We also have a TikTok channel. Um, also called sex advice for seniors please do share this podcast with other people and tell them about it because it's the only way that we're going to get more subscribers is if people tell other people how much they appreciate this
0: and also you know we we'd be very happy if you wanted to contribute to this mm. send us questions you know engage with us as well you know and um, we might be able to give you some advice, uh, but we are just a sounding sanding board, really. And, um, you know, that's that's quite valuable these days. It is.
1: So, yeah, thanks and goodbye.